What up, man? Sit down. I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, man, I'm digging that cowboy hat, right? Strap in. Strap in. Uh, you're not doing a good job at your job, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need your mama's permission. This, this is the Battle Podcast. Battle Podcast. Hey, not everybody can pull it off. Now, your host. What up, man, and welcome to the Battle. I'm your host, Boom Money Johnny. And I'm Ray Ray. Oh! Hey. Yeah, what up, Ray? What up, Ray? What up, Yeah, where's the Jobo Cop? Jobo I'm here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't Jobo uh, Cop. That's, that's a friggin' Mano. Uh, that's a piss poor impersonation there, brother. Mano here. You can't even do it. You can't even do it. Damn, boy. I'll oh, tell you what. Oh, my Lord. That's too crazy. Ray, what's going on in your world, man? Any humanitarian acts going on? Not too much. We worked on the road a little bit more. Uh, trying to get it just right. It's going to take a couple months of, you know, rain and stuff and driving over it, but we'll get it there. Sounds to me like you're actually having to work at work so you can't play at home. A little bit, yeah. It sounds like more like Had to go all the way out to Tampa today, but, you know, hey. Oh, yeah. It's all good. I don't mind. Get paid to ride. Tough ride. Tough ride. Oh, yeah. Never riding dirty. We got the Mana here with us tonight. Oh, yeah. I've been working hard recently. Oh, yeah? Have you? Been helping my buddy put my flooring in. I've been setting up, let's see, underlayment. I've been, I've done, a, I've learned a lot. Yeah, doing underlayment. Underlayment. You get that in the ladies' department or what? <laughs> <laughs> it's well, the stuff that goes under the laminate before oh, you do yeah. your flooring. Well, that's funny. I went over to his house to check on his oh, progress. No, here we go. It is Mike with a hammer and a chisel, <laughs> <laughs> just hammering away at this. You know, you know, when you take the uh, piece, yeah. the tile up and it's got all the the mud, the mud yeah. under there. Yeah. And Mike's over there. He's like tap 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 tap. And the guy Josh over there, not Damage Josh, not to be confused with Damage Josh, but my buddy Josh. Josh, Josh, buddy Josh was over there, and he goes over and he grabs it. The guy just starts whack, whack, whack. <laughs> I mean, chips are flying everywhere, and old Chipper's over there. Can I spike? Can I spike? Can I spike? I think he must have been hammering on that thing for forty-five minutes. I was making sure you didn't walk through the door right when I was doing that right by my door, bro. I was hitting it hard. I think you worked forty-five minutes on a you know a six inch by six inch square is what it looked like to me. All right, I'll let you believe that. He he just assured his buddy Josh that Mainer ain't never working for me. No, no, Mainer ain't here. (laughs) I am a I am a corporate. Job person, if you've ever seen one, <laughs> that, that means that means desk jockey for all. Yes, of y'all exactly, just desk jockey. No, but <laughs> I, I've been doing a lot of st- more stuff around the house recently, trying to trying to get better at it, and uh, you know. Well, you better. I mean, you come up with all these ideas and shit. I'm sure your old lady's like, "Oh, if you're gonna put this flooring, you better get in there and start working. <laughs> better get yeah. to stepping, boy." So I was pulling out boy. the old flooring, stacking it up so the trash guy could get it. it oh, what about, what's this eye stuff? I remember a call seeing a video of your kid stacking up. All that was that the wood. second room. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I made sure while oh, I was working okay. he, to get. And he only puts out of the caption to get the old teaching one. Teaching him about, a, what do you say? A, 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 oh, yes. That was teaching him about the assembly the line. The assembly line. Yeah. <laughs> Great more, day of education for the kids yeah. over at the Manus house. That, that, How to work on an assembly line. That's teaching them the value of a college education. There you go, right? <laughs> you don't want to be chipping away at grout. And, They're like, you know. but daddy, you went to college and you're still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it really don't matter. That's a true story. You know what? I can't believe is Maynard beat us here again this I did. This Boy, week. that's a 
This is my, this is actually, no, oh. this is my first time. He's yeah, in, he stopped in. We had a visit. And, I mean, he's uh, worked out some stuff. and He's, he's been under that tough regiment with Damage Josh. He's, you know, Damage Josh don't play around about being late. I'll tell you right now. I've gotten a lot You're better. on that regiment. You better be ready to go when it's time to go. Oh, yeah. I get the, email, I get the text message at we go 645 tomorrow. Yep. All right. We're yeah. going. And then uh, are you on your way? This keep in mind. This is because I had to go pick his ass up. And <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, don't be talking on damn it, Josh the trainer, baby. Hey, you got his license. Hey, now we just need a car. You got a free. You got a free trainer. All, all it's costing you is a ride. That's yep. it, man. That ain't much. That's cheap. That's cheap labor right there. Hey, like man, having your kids I, stack dude, all that shit for you. I'll, I'll, kid I'll bust his ass all the time, and I'm so glad that literally he's he's helped me big time in terms of being dedicated. This is the most dedicated I've ever been to the gym in my entire life. Four mm. months, four straight months. Yeah, nice. Uh, four days a it's week. Awesome. Three, at least and he three. says you're actually going up in weight now. Oh, you're actually doing dude, some real weight. I, I, like, I have been. I mean, like I've doubled up my bicep curls. Wow. I've doubled, yeah. Huh? Yeah, man. He went, he went, he went from 15 to 30. I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> give a brother some, give him some notice, man. No, no, he's, a, he's on that no, teenager no. weight. No, now. it was more of those five. What's that? Five hand? Pound what, what was that hand movement, brother? <laughs> five pound neoprene. <laughs> neoprene. Uh -huh. is, is that how you curling over there? Yeah. What's that tell you right there, dude? Yeah. That's all I got to say. Desk jockey for sure. You go over there and Mike's on the curling machine going, <laughs> you look over there's like 15 pounds on it in there youtube in there youtube on that <laughs> i just love that this is on recording i'm like showing john dude, doing that i'm like dude i mean are you gonna break a sweat <laughs> what are you doing you've been working out for an hour you, you even sweat don't even bro. go into the gym john you haven't been there in a while I was just, I was some of us say. you know some of us have jobs where we have to actually work mike you know we, we don't just <laughs> get point. to sit at the house you know go take a little nappy nap and go <laughs> take the little kids to the, to the park and all that other stuff you know some of us are you're out there in the real world. I'm working out at 7 a.m. in the morning after picking up Mikey, bringing Mikey to school. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Get back to my office around 8. You got a personal trainer, damn it, Josh. Basically, he's telling you don't hate the player, hate the game. That's it. That's it. He's got it going hey, on. Get on that. Get on that. Hey, staying dedicated. You know, that's, that's, a lot, that's a lot of pressure. I heard Josh puts a whole lot of pressure on you. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We won't go into that one. I'm not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let that one go because I'm yeah, not gonna Mike, deal with that. On Mike's the not putting up with any shit tomorrow when he's working out with Damage Josh. <laughs> no, actually, tomorrow we're doing the uh, March for Life. So that should be yeah. fun. Nice. In Orlando, yeah. we're gonna go. We're gonna go do some walking, bringing the kids to teach them all about, you know, going and volunteering their time and effort to well, for a good cause. So, so good, awesome. what is that? I haven't heard about that. What is so Walk for Life is just about. Uh, it's something that like our church does, and that pretty much says that. Uh, you know, we believe that children, you know, un, it's for unborn babies. You know, oh, okay, cool. It gives it gives mom more. It gives pro the parents, yes, yeah, very pro life. And it the gives the parents go more to, options yeah, to help it out these young women. To so make, is it like a is it a five k thing? Um, no, it's just a walk. Just, just like a walk. a walk. Like they only have it scheduled for like an hour. You're just gonna walk around. Well, that was just it. I asked him. I said, "Well, how long?" Is, oh, yeah. I can't, can't give you any details. <laughs> yeah, can't give you no details. I know nothing. I just signed up. I just said, like, you know what? God put in my heart to do it, and it was brought up at church, and I was like, "All right, let's do it." And I got yeah. the, I had that day off. So I said, all right, let's do it. Well, that's what you've been training for four months for, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Walking. Yeah. <laughs> Pushing a stroller and walking. He's all about hitting, not running. You know, it's <laughs> funny. I tell you a, a quick, funny story. You know, about two years ago, we decided we we're going to do a tough mudder. Ooh. And uh, my buddy Mallow, and I grew up with, he, he, him, he's, he's living in Connecticut now, but at the time he lived in, uh, no, Vermont. I'm sorry, Vermont. He's living in Mass. So I flew up to Massachusetts. And uh, we went and did this tough mud. It was me, him, my brother Bobby, his wife, and then uh, my buddy Malowin's wife. And uh, 
My brother Bobby, man, got up off the couch and did this stuff. But I mean, he didn't. This guy did not work out. He didn't get it. I'm over here on the treadmill, running and everything, trying to get ready for this thing. This crazy son bitch got right up off the couch. Let's did, go. Didn't work out one day, and he did the whole thing. Yeah, did the whole thing, man. He didn't move for a week after, but he oh, did the he whole was, thing. But you know, Bobby, you know, he's he's broke every damn bone in his body. Yeah, I mean, his ankles is. His wrists, his elbows, his collarbone. I mean, that kid's been beat up. That is crazy. But it was funny. We, I was just laughing because I'm like, dude, just you drink a beer, get off the couch, and go run a Tough mother. And then you drink another beer when you finish. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's why they put the beer at the finish line. His yeah. favorite line. I got time, kid. I got time. I got time. I got time. Bobby, hurry up. Bobby, you going to train for this thing? Yeah, I'm thinking about it, kid. I got time. I got time. <laughs> Six months right. goes by. Dude, you know it's tomorrow. Yeah, I have. Well, it's all right, dude. I'll figure it out. I've been doing curls. I walk it on my hands. Yeah. He got out there and did it, man. I was laughing my ass off because he was out there and, you know, we're both sitting there, you know, we're fat, out of shape. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, we're you used to, the old saying is you're half the man you used to be. We're like two and a half times a man we used to be. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. I was good once as I ever was. But, you know, if you can't laugh at yourself, dude. Who are you going to laugh at? Well, yeah, there you go. That's it, exactly. So today's topic, man, we're going to talk about pressure. Ooh. Stress. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know everybody here at the battle has been. Uh, we've had a hell of a hell of a last week. Well, for me, about a month and a half. Yeah, been one of them seasons, brother. Must be heading in the right direction, bro. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's all it can be. People only cast stones at a fruitful. Damn, damn crickets! There are them crickets Why? again. That's crickets. Crickets in the studio. You know, Jiminy. Is that Jiminy? No way. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably because he knows that Mike over here is like Pinocchio. He's going to start lying here in a minute. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> Watch, Watch out, out for his nose, Fritzy. Watch out, Fritz. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> but yeah, so we thought that, you know, talking about pressure and stress would be a good topic for this week. Yeah. I, I, it's funny because, you know, we all got answers for everything, right? Right. And we all have ideas about how you handle stress and what you should do and how you should walk things out. But at the end of the day, every single one of us has pressure as men. And mm-hmm. the stress of whether it be the job, whether it be at home, whether it be the husband's role, the father role, the son role, the uncle role. I mean, there's all different, the employee role. I mean, there's all different kinds of roles that we play as men. And with every single one of them comes a certain amount of pressure. Right, exactly. The biggest thing that I come up with is, and this may sound kind of silly to some people out there, especially some of the ladies that are listening, you know, they might want to call bullshit on this. But the expectation of a man basically is to be Superman. You know, we're supposed to have all the answers from the time we're little boys being raised. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you got to have the answers. You got to figure it out. You got to support your family. You have to support yourself. You got to get out of the house. So in all reality, as a, as a young boy, it starts real early that you feel like you have to be Superman. And that comes, that comes a lot with a lot of pressure. man. Oh Yeah. But that's an expectation that's there that sometimes as men, we just feel like we can't live up to that. And then what ends up happening is, is that manifests in bad behavior. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, you know the coping mechanisms, you know, some people, they drink, some people smoke weed, some people run. Mm-hmm. So there's good coping mechanisms and there's bad coping, mm-hmm. coping mechanisms. I personally, if I've had a really stressful week or a bad day, I like shooting. <laughs> I do honestly as I long as it's it. not people bro no, you'll be all right no, not people not people but just the property for it. yeah yeah just target practice yeah. you know just you know you've had a really shitty day i'll roll out to the back of the property 
you know, grab the nine or grab the AR and just start firing a couple rounds off. And it, I mean, it's just amazing that how much that relieves mm -hmm. just the stress of everything. Well, the issue though, sometimes is that it never ends, you know, because you leave the job where there's an immense amount of pressure and stress and expectation. And then you come home to your, your home where there's supposed to be a refuge of comfort and safety and relaxation. Right. And then you may have, you know, you're still expected to be the husband. Yeah. You're still expected to be the father, you know, the boyfriend, the boyfriend, you're mm -hmm. still, you're still expected to, to, to fit a multitude of different other roles or hats that you put on as a man. And listen, women go through it too. So I'm not, yeah. but, but we're talking about men. It's here. a men's podcast. So, so that's so what we're, we're focusing you know, but on. It's for, from a man's perspective, you know, there are times, you know, I'll come home and I want to be in a position where I just, you know, and people may think this is crazy because I'm an, an, an extrovert, right? But there are times I just want to be left alone. You know, like I just want to go upstairs in my man cave and just chill because all day long I've been dealing with people. Yeah. Whether it's mm -hmm. customers, whether it's employees, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, coworkers as far as other, other members of management, um, you know, vendors. I mean, and the list goes on and on and on. And so when you get to the house, it's like sometimes you just want to uh, disconnect. Yeah. And, and yeah. then, you know, for, for guys like us that, that mentor other men or have a, they're involved in men's groups or involved in a church or involved in, you know, some guys are got softball teams and, you know, some guys are involved in, you know, extracurricular activities. And there's still a responsibility that, that comes with that as well. Oh yeah. And there's a pressure that comes with that. Like, you know, there are times you go, well, I don't even want to go do that, but, right. but you know, you got to, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, you I'll speak to just, I mean, one of the biggest stress relievers I've been doing now is the gym. Like we bring up is that's been a huge help of getting me my mind right for, for work. Um, it's been a huge help. And also like John Bird said, you know, hanging out with buddies playing <laughs> sports that I love to do. That's a huge stress reliever, especially when you work from home all the time and you're home all the time. Sometimes you just need to get out and like, some people like, I don't know how many guys out there are having that, you know, COVID-19 caused them their whole offices to shut down. So therefore they're always working from home. But, you know, that's, that's exactly what's going on with a lot of people in this country right now. And, and just to, I mean, bringing up something that was talked about. Whoa, whoa, hold on here. You, hold on, you I gotta stats. follow the stat, dude. Whoa. And, and I'm going to bring it up. Unsolicited, unsolicited stats. This is unbelievable. Drum roll, please. Almost eight of 10 Americans reported that coronavirus just recently is, and still now has caused them stress. So like pretty much eight over 80, almost 80% of people are stressed due to just what's going on in, right now. And, oh, yeah. and medication's a huge part. And I found some interesting stats of like it, doctors aren't really providing it as much as you think they are yeah. because of just, they're like, oh no, you're fine. It's just, you know, it's just what's going on in the world today. You're, you're fine. You know, but men, not many men go to the doctor and say, Hey, I'm stressing. I need, I need depression. I need, I need medication for depression. Well, no, because what men tend to do is they, they, they medicate it with, um, drugs, alcohol, self, sex, self-medication, uh, you know, shooting, shooting, um, <laughs> spending, you know, mm -hmm. absolutely. We, we end up medicating it with something else that we shouldn't medicate it with because we're too prideful to go and seek the help that we need or even talk, you know? And I think that's the other part of it too. We live in a culture today where they want to throw a pill at everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're feeling upset about something here, take this pill. I mean, we're, we got commercials on TV. They want to medicate your dogs, you know? I mean, <laughs> it's like, you know, at some point in time, we got to just wake up and go, you know, life 
isn't fair sometimes. And then there's stress and sometimes stress is healthy. You know? Oh yeah. Well, the, the thing too, though, is as guys, we don't, we don't handle stress the way women handle stress. We guys, we die. We die on the inside. We, we don't, we, we don't, die a slow, quiet death. Yeah. We don't express it outwardly. And as guys, that's not good. That, that really isn't good for us guys. Cause I mean, stress is going to what heart problems. I know, I know Mikey's got some stats, but stress, Stress will call you will cause you more health issues than busting your ass working. Will you know? Well, one of the things I was asking Mike about because I was thinking about you know how men do get stressed out and maybe how does that affect them in their marriages? Is you know do they get to a point of of um, you know wanting to get a divorce to try to get out? And then you you had an interesting stat that kind of contradicted that. Yeah. And it, it pretty much says, uh, let's see, this is more recent. Actually, as of 2015, 70% of all divorces were initiated by the woman. Whoa. Which is fascinating. And then 90% of all the divorces were actually of, were college, college educated women. So meaning. Now, yeah, I wonder if that just means that they're tired of the tired of men shit. The men shit. Yeah. And that's one of the, that's one of the, one of the number one reasons yep. So the top three. And basically what it is, is that because men do check out emotionally yeah, and men do check out, uh, you know, as far as being attentive and all those things, you know, the women are like, I don't want to put up with that. Yep. I don't cool. want to be in this kind of relationship because we internalize everything. Right. Yeah. And like you said, we, we, we die a slow, quiet internal death. Right. And what happens is, is that we shut ourselves off. One of the things I always say about men is we have a tendency that we shrink. Yeah. You know, men shrink. So yeah. we pull back. We, we, we find ourselves like turtles in a shell. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We, we retreat to our man caves or to our work or to our hobbies. Mm-hmm. And now in our days, you're seeing that more and more women are not putting up with that shit. They're like, I'm not going to be in an absentee relationship with a man that's checked out. Yeah. Well, another thing we got to, we got to pay attention to as men is that could also be how we're coping with our stress is it not just shutting down, but are we hiding from it? Are you trying to hide from reality, trying to hide from your responsibilities, trying to hide from that stress that's caused from the responsibilities and reality and stuff like that and not helping? Well, how many men, honestly, that feel like they're failing want to tell you they're failing? Oh yeah, yeah of course they're hiding from it. Yeah. You know, they're, if you're looking at your life and you feel like maybe things aren't going the way that you would intend them to, or you're not, you know, where you should be at this level of this stage in your life, and you feel like you're failing, yeah, most men are going to retreat and they're going to hide because they don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And what ends up happening is it's a trickle down effect and it just damages relationships. Yeah. What's even worse, you know, not only just with with wives, is what it, the effect that it has on your kids. Mm-hmm. I mean. When you're emotionally checked out because you're stressed out, yeah, you know you're not you're not being the father that you need to be either, you know, yeah. or or even the partner, the husband. You know, you're not you're not you're not helping them out. Well, the friend, the coworker, the son, yeah. the you know, I mean, it just. So basically, what we're saying is, we got to find healthy ways to cope with this stress, not not mm-hmm. not damaging ways, not things that are going to damage your body or damage your relationship, but healthy ways. And guess what, guys? You're going to think this is kind of a sissy kind of thing to say, but you got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You got to share it. And as guys, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to bring, we know our wife has to deal or our girlfriends have to deal with their own problems or with the kids or, you know, stuff like that. So the last thing we want to do as a man is throw more on them, but you've got to, you've got to involve them. You have to talk to them. I think part of the issue is, is that we're, we're raised and brought up at a very young age to believe that I got this. 
you got to handle this. Yeah, you have to have it. Because, you know, like I said, I've had, you know, this is like last month and a half. It's been the most stressful time I've had in 20 years Yeah, in my job. And then the other night, you know, Candy could tell I was stressing to the max. And, mm-hmm. and she was, you know, just stopping me for a minute and hugging on me and telling me, you know, that, you know, she, and as a man, you know, it's a, it's a, I could feel myself pulling back. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, got like I don't want to feel like that. I don't want you yeah. to. To coddle un- me. Yeah, don't coddle me. Don't don't yeah. pity me. Don't, you know, it's like, but at the end of the day, there's another side of me that that needs that nurturing, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like a constant battle. So, I, you know, as a man, you you understand why and how other men can, can be in that situation because you look at your own self and go, hell, I was in the middle of this, you know, a couple of days ago, you know, mm-hmm. fighting with myself internally, not wanting to accept coddling or love or nurturing from my wife. Because there was a part of me that felt like, well, I don't want to be a punk. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to come across as a sissy. You know, sissy. Like I'm like, I can't yeah. handle this. It's, you know, I got to get my shit together and pull my, you know, pull my big boy pants on it and yeah. deal with it. But it, internally, like, like we said, you're dying quietly and, and slowly, you right. know, and eroding from the inside out. Yeah. Cause everything you, you, we try to present that everything looks great on the outside when, you know, meanwhile, inside, like you said, we're dying. And I think a part of that too is also, Afraid of vulnerability, vulnerability. Did I say that right? Vulnerability. Now you got me tripping on my tongue. How vulnerability. Yeah, now you're making this. <laughs> Fritz, you, got, you, you, you can chime in on that. Soft, you say vulnerability. 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 What you got, Fritz? You got something on that? Because I jacked it all. We all three did. Vulnerability. There we go. There's a, okay, there's a producer. Thanks for straight that up. That's the word. That's the word. Put it in there. Smart like that. Yeah. 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 Add the A. Help, add you the know? A Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, but that that's part I think that's part of it is we don't want to be vulnerable cuz like it, like we said from being a little kid rub some dirt on it walk it off you want to re- you want to cry I'll give you a reason Stick a to band-aid cry Stick a bandaid on it you'll yeah. be all right Exactly rub, rub some robotussin on it but back Actually, the old, I'll give you a reason to cry Yeah the old the old yeah. construction days to get a piece of uh construction what? Pa- construction days baby Days okay yeah. and put a put a piece <laughs> of uh toilet paper and Duct tape on that bad boy. That's right, man. Let's go. Is that the way Arch would have handled oh, it? Yeah. Oh, Arch, yeah. Arch wouldn't hand that, dude. Oh, no. I bang my finger. I don't care. Wrap it up. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, whatever. We got things we got to do. Tape it, it up, man. That's it. But yeah, so guys, we, we really need to be able to communicate what we're going through. Because I tell you what, I, I do the same thing. And I'll just hold back, hold back and tell my wife, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll get over it. I'll get over it. I'll get past it. It'll, you know, I'll come through this eventually. But meanwhile, they're feeling they're feeling like shit because there's nothing, they feel like there's nothing they can do to help. Yep. And then you get pissed off at them because they're adding to it unknowingly, oh, but yeah. you won't say nothing to them. And then, and then when they, when they, when they, when you don't want it from them, you know, you're like, I got this. And then when they don't give it, then you're pissed off because you feel like they don't care. Right. right? Because you've been telling it's them just, you don't have it. It's just a cycle. It's like, it's just, come on, yeah. get your crap together. You know, that's it. Exactly. What other stats you got going on over there, man? I know you got what some other stats. stats? I mean, geez. I mean, well, the health stats, you had some health stats, yeah, I did. didn't you? I did. Uh, so, I mean, is a good one um, with, well, we're talking about addicts later, but um, let's see. So stress has been known to be linked to the five leading causes of death, heart disease, cancer, lung, lung ailments accidents, cirrhosis, and suicide. So just the fact that the men, right? I mean, that's unfortunately, that's how they cope. And one of the interesting stats I found about suicide was that men may lead in deaths of suicide, but women actually suicide attempts, which is interesting because like a lot of times they're like, oh, I'm, you know, 
some of it's for attention. That's yeah. what I've seen in the past. Yeah. Um, with, but I mean, I've seen it with men in the past. I've seen it with people that I know. In the Was past. there like 80% of men, 80% of suicides are done? Or, yep. Or men. 80%. Yep. Yeah. And then it says what, and then there was an interesting one with white males accounted for 70% of suicide and the death in 2018. Wow. Um, so yeah, that was interesting to see a bunch of all, the, all these other stats. Did um, you have any other ethnicities? Um, there was one in. I mean, there was there was something in that study, but I pretty much just grabbed a bunch of stats involving women and okay. just kind of related to what we got here. Let's see. Hold well, on. I mean, that's the absolute extreme. Yeah. I mean, you get to a point, and we can see where this can lead if you take that stress. And you just, allow that to just build up inside and you don't ever have any kind of a coping mechanism. Right. And you yep. keep on just allowing it to erode and erode and erode. And eventually sometimes people get to a breaking point or they get to a place of helplessness, you know, and they yeah. feel like this is over, you know? Well, the whole reason we keep pushing coping mechanisms is because you're never going to eliminate stress. No, no. There, it's always going to be there. there. There's no way. Even, even if you go drink, guess what? When you wake up in the morning sober, you're stressed. You got the same stresses. You get high. You might well, have more stress. You got more. <laughs> you got more stresses because you got to figure out how you're going to get that next drink. You got to figure out how you're going to get that next fix. Yeah, yep. but I mean, so it's funny. You know, you think about it. How ironic it is that you drink and you do drugs to try to relieve stress, but then you add stress because now you've got to get make sure you get that drug. You and need that, that extra money for the right. extra. And yeah, it's, it's, it's just a vicious cycle, man. And that's one of the things. Eating like, it. Yeah, eating that beast. Boy. That's one thing we got to pay attention to. Is are we managing stress? Are we fueling that fire? Are we, are we causing stress in our own lives? Are we causing unnecessary stress in our own lives? I think a lot of that too comes down to, do you have realistic expectations? Yeah. I mean, are you looking at your life realistically? And I think that that's, I think with social media and with the, the, the fact that we have access to so many things in our country and in our society, I think that we have this idea of what life is supposed to look like. And if it don't look a certain way, you feel like you've either failed or been cheated or been screwed or things just ain't right, or your yeah. life is, doesn't have any value. And so I well, think going back to what you said, a lot of it I think is self-induced. Well, I can tell you right now, if you're you know watching every TV commercial and everything on social media and all that, all that's bullshit, man. I'll tell you right now, there is no way that anybody's going to hold that standard for their lifetime. It's going to happen. Period. And nine times out of 10, when you see it on social media, it ain't real anyways. They just putting that out there to, to hey, look, everything's good. It's I, funny because you look at half. Oh, go ahead, Mike. I, I was going to say, I think there was one commercial that's out there that's like, it shows a dad out there mowing his lawn. He's out there with his kids having so much fun. And all of a sudden he's just like, and I'm in debt up to my eyeballs. And he's just like, he's <laughs> right. pretty much, that's exactly what he's doing. He's he's, he's, Got he's the done the American dream. He's doing, doing everything everybody you want to catch up with. And then all of a sudden he's like, but how did I get there? Okay, now I'm going to be... You know, if if I lose my job tomorrow, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, he's living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. paycheck. I'll, I'll tell you all right now. One way that I manage stress is by living below my means. That mm -hmm. that's that's that is that was super key for me. We we did a program at church that um, helped you learn how to manage your money and all that. Yep. And one of the things was get out of debt. So we paid off all the credit cards. We paid off the cars. We did all that. And, and it didn't happen overnight. It was it was a progress. It was intentional, kind of like going to the gym, but you got to stick with it. You it's can't stop and Absolutely. not go for the last two months. You got to stay in it. And then uh, oh, here once we you... Go. Once here you, we go. <laughs> I was waiting to see the if anybody dick, heard that. Dick deep, baby. Woo. <laughs> I heard two months. Woo. What else was brought up at two months? What's, uh, I don't know. But it, but Mike, what, let's move on before I bitch over and slap it. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was getting at is once you get there, it is amazing <laughs> at 
how much stress is lifted off of you when you don't have that car payment coming in. Now, we've made significant choices to become debt-free. Yep. We've given up cable TV. We've given up driving the newest cars. We've given up, you know, well, eating key, out. There's a key thing to what you're saying there, right? It's choices. Well, it's given up. Yeah. And the problem is we live in a culture today where people don't feel like, they feel entitled to those things. Yeah. Yes. And they, and they think that that's it. That's an absolute. It's not, it's not a, it's not something that you're, you know, back, like back when we were kids and you went out to eat, that was a big deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, now yeah. it's every meal. Oh man. You if know, we my got, kids, if they don't come out of a box or doesn't come from a yeah. bag, they Is don't your eat parents it. ordered for you. Oh yeah. Oh, they told you. I, I never th- ordered my own no, they, food. Oh no. Oh, yeah. They no, told my you dad ordered you for me. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's it. Because they knew how much they could spend. You they had a certain amount. Red Lobster, man. That was a, Damn, that was son. a big treat for me. Damn. McDonald's. We get Chinese food. It's like going on a vacation in my house. It's equivalent of going on vacation That's in my what house. I'm saying, dude. We got, and and Fritz, you over there, Red Lobster. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell Red Lobster was until I had my own job. I didn't even know what a lobster was. <laughs> and, and you lived in Maine. I lived in Massachusetts. I, from Boca I didn't know what Raton, the hell a damn lobster from was. Raton. You lived in New England. You I should mean, know what lobster is. I thought lobster came out of a can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that lobster comes from Publix, man. Yeah. Yeah. Man. But that's true. I mean, that you, if like I said, if you're going to listen to everything that's being thrown at you, you are going to live in nothing but stress. What's well, funny, though, you think about all these commercials, right? And all mm-hmm. these expectations of what your life should look like. And then just as many commercials for medication because you're depressed. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, they, and they have names that are close to what you're suffering. Like a, the one I, I'm thinking of is Abilify. 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 Yeah. You know, it's, like, it's like, you know. But that's the worst part about it because that's just like getting high and drinking, man. Now you're on this medication that's costing you $50 a week. Now you're like, no, great. Now, now I've got to, now I've got to work even, I got to work more overtime because I got to do this <laughs> yeah, but so I can get my medication. Medi- you get medication to offset that medication. Yeah. Legal right. drugs though. That's legal drugs. Pile are still on, legal. Baby. They're Pile still the on. same freaking thing. And, and we're not making fun of the guys out there. There's a lot of people out there that really need this type of medication. We get it. We understand. But a lot of the stuff that we do is self-inflicted. A oh, lot yeah. of it is, is brought upon ourselves well, when you overextend yourself, when you, you, you overpromise. Well, there's an old saying, you know. God gives you what you need, not doesn't always give you what you want. Right. Yep. And it's the same thing with parents and the same thing with our children and things like that. What but the problem is is now, and I look back on it, if I'm gonna be honest, you know, I gave my kids a lot of what I wanted them to have rather than what they actually needed. Right. And if you're gonna be honest, it's because it made me feel good about being able to provide a certain lifestyle. Yeah, because it wasn't provided to yeah. you. And then, you know, you find out you ruin them, you know? Yeah. And and that's a shame. And so, I mean, what I'm kind of getting at here is that, guys, we need to manage our stress, not fuel our stress. So you need to really, you need to man up. I mean, and that's exactly what it is. Like what we did when we we decided that we were going to get out of debt to to mitigate some of the stress. It was me telling my wife, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're not going out to eat three, four nights a week. This is our eating out budget, period. Nice. That's it. You know, stuff like that. No, we're not going to buy a new car. You're going to have to drive that car for two more years mm-hmm. while we save some money to buy you a newer used car. Right. Yes. You know, but, and that's part of being a man. It's not, it's not, like you said, it's not always physical. It's not always getting out there and I'm a man, I'm a man, I'll handle everything. I've got it all. Like we feel like we're supposed to do. Sometimes it's just managing your own and house. making the tough decisions, you know, right. and be willing to stand by what you know that's going to 
benefit your family in the best way and you. And like you said, it, it, it's not compromising on those specific things. Like, you know that if, if you want me, baby, if you want me to live to be 80, some of this shit's got to go. I, I can't keep this lifestyle up living the way we're living. I'm going to have a heart attack at 47. Mm-hmm. We've got to do something. Mm-hmm. And if you're not on board with me, I mean, come on. You really well, don't care then. You think about it too, guys. I mean, what it really comes down to is we, we get this thing in our mind, like as men, right? We always say, I just want to release some stress. I just want to, I want to get some relief. You know what I mean? Blow off. Blow off some steam, decompress, whatever it is. And then what happens is, is we end up medicating it with something that causes us more stress in our lives. I mean, think about all the things we've talked about here on this podcast about stress and how much we feed this beast. And we don't even realize it because we get ourselves thinking that we have to have certain things or do certain things or produce certain things. And the reality of it is, is that's something that we've created in our own minds. So a lot of this is self-induced. I mean, there's a lot of pressure you put on yourself if you got to live in a certain house, if you got to drive a certain car, if you got to wear certain clothes and your kids got to go to a certain school and you got to be able to put on this, this persona to the world that I got news for you, it really doesn't give a shit. They really don't. The people outside the four walls of your home, men, really don't care what's going on in your house, unless it's something you shouldn't be doing that's abusive or whatever. You know, if there's problems there, obviously people care about that. But I mean, but at the end of the day, I don't care what kind of car you drive. Don't do nothing for me. It's not changing what I'm driving. I don't care how much money you got in your bank account. It's not doing anything for my bank account. It's not, it's not making life any better or any easy for me. You're not impressing me with what you have. Because at the end of the day, let's be honest, I care about what I got. You know, and but we live in this, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses and trying to make sure that we're out there and we got the latest and the greatest. And we are adding undue stress to our lives. We are putting ourselves in an unrealistic expectation on us as men to produce a certain lifestyle. And at the end of the day, what's it costing you guys? What's it costing you? Because if you're living at the job to produce this life, are you really being a good husband? Are you really being a good father? You know, if, if you're, if you're detached and you're not even, maybe you're not married, maybe you're single, maybe you don't have a wife and kids, but are you, are you detached from the rest of your family? Are you able to spend time with your friends and unwind? Or are you always mind going in 150 different directions? The question you got to ask yourself is real simple. Am I stressed out? Well, what are you medicating with? If you got to come home every day and drink, you probably got some stress issues. If you're doing drugs to relax, you got some stress issues. If you're having to look at porn to, to unwind and relax, you've got some stress issues. And guess what? We all have stress in our lives, every single one of us. Question is, is are we going to add fuel to that fire and let it burn us from the inside? One of the things that was said here in this podcast that really resonated with me is that men die a slow, quiet death. We internalize. And then next thing you know, we, we end up shrinking and we isolate ourselves the ones that we love the most. And it's so ironic because we tell ourselves we're doing all this for them and we lose them in the process. Guys, step back, take a deep breath, fixate on the things that are going to bring the biggest and greatest impact on your relationships. And that's going to be your time. It's going to be your heart. 
It's going to be your dedication to making sure that you're available and accessible to the people that love you most. And when you do that, my friends, well, that's where the rubber meets the road. 